Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit Room podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm your host, and I'm delighted to be here today to chat about honoring your loved ones in spirit over the holidays. And I think, you know, I touch on it every year, but I think it's important because grief is one of those things that I think affects everyone very differently. And it is a unique experience, but in the same breath, it's also something that is very universal because if you're human and you're living this life, you will at some point experience grief. And that's, some might say, a somber thing to think about, but I think it's realistic. And I also think that it's important to talk about it because people all too often do feel very isolated in their grief. But the focus of this episode really is empowering because it's some things that you could do, some ideas for you, if you would like to really honor the people that you love who are in spirit. And so I hope you'll join me and just relax. I have a nice cup of coffee with me. Maybe I might have a little cookie or some kind of treat as well. It seems appropriate for this Christmas conversation. Now, of course, not limited to Christmas. Lots of people might not celebrate Christmas. Whatever it is for you for holidays that you celebrate. Um, For some people, that might be Yule. It might be Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. There's all kinds of different celebrations. But the whole idea is that it's to inspire you with some ideas and some tips. So we can get into it. Um, First of all, I would say I'm always open and happy to hear about your ideas too. So if there's things that you do or ideas that you have that you'd like to share, feel free to send them to me. I'd love to hear about them. You know that you can reach me at Melissa White Medium at gmail.com. You can go to the website, melissawhitemedium.com. And then all over social media, I feel like I'm everywhere. So you can, chances are you can find me um, if you're looking. And um, yeah, let me know, let me know. And I'm, I'm always happy to hear about those. So one thing that really comes up is food. Because I feel like so much of the holidays is really centered around traditions with meals and food and the recipes that our loved ones make for us every year. And I think also because it's such a sensory experience, you know, it's the scent of it, the taste of it, it really does invoke memories. And so one thing that I know from working with Spirit is that they love it. They're so happy and delighted when we make their recipes and we're thinking about them as we're making them and talking about them and sharing that food with the people that we love. It's like keeping them with us. It's keeping them alive. It's sharing a piece of them, you know, that remains with us. And so I think it's such a lovely and beautiful thing to do. Now, in my case, I always think about my mom, who's here in the physical world, but she's a phenomenal cook. She's so good at all of that stuff. 
And I just envisioned myself one day trying to do this when the time comes and just feeling overwhelmed and feeling like a failure because, you know, it's never going to live up to her uh, abilities when it comes to that stuff. But it is really, truly the intention, the intent, the the thoughts, um, and it's a gesture. So the good thing is I'll have my niece, my little niece, who's very, seems like she's pretty interested and I think that she'll be into cooking and baking and stuff like that I have a feeling and then my daughter um can also help me too I know that she'd be into giving it a try and and doing that um and who knows maybe my son too um so far he hasn't taken too much interest in the in the cooking but you never know um so I do think that's amazing and oftentimes in spirit like grandmas, moms, they will come through and talk about or show me the foods that they always cooked, their specialties. And it is such a a beautiful way to kind of carry on a tradition. The other thing that you could do is keep a chair for spirit at the table. Some people think that's like a sad thing to do. Some people really find that that's really important, you know, that they're still there. I think it's a beautiful gesture, but of course, all of these are just suggestions and it's got to be what you feel, you know, what what's important to you, what is helpful to you. Um, but having that chair for them, I think is really beautiful. You could also have a table that has a display of photographs of all of your loved ones in spirit that you're honoring. You could, you know, you could decorate it too and make it like a special, a little memorial. And I think that's, that's a wonderful way to honor them. You could also have a stocking that's for your loved one in spirit. And you could either write them a letter and place it in that stocking. And trust me, your loved one in spirit will receive that. Or I've seen the idea that you could all, like say everyone in the family, write some memories um, that they have with that person in spirit and then put all the memories in the stocking. So you could do either or. I think that's a lovely way to honor them for sure. The other idea that I think is so beautiful and actually really fun because it is an activity that you can include other family members in. So you could write or create, make um, Christmas tree decorations to represent your loved ones in spirit. So I've done it before where I've written their names on an ornament and then placed those ornaments on the tree. But you could take it a step further Um, if you've got a loved one in spirit and they loved, I don't know, the Detroit Red Wings, say that's their favorite hockey team, they were a big fan, you could get, you could purchase an ornament, like a Detroit Red Wings ornament, or you could paint, you know, paint one with the, those colors or like a jersey, you could put their, your loved one's name on it, or say you really, say you've got, uh, an ant in spirit and you really she loved hummingbirds in life and she's 
brought you hummingbirds as a sign since she's been in spirit. Maybe you have or create a hummingbird decoration for the tree in honor of her. I like the idea of creating your own, painting your own, or making those little clay ones, and then doing it as a family, doing it with the kids, because um, you're thinking about that loved one as you're creating it. You're creating new memories with your loved ones who are here in the physical world, and I think it's a, just a really beautiful way to experience spirit, and trust me, they'll be with you as you're making those ornaments. So I definitely love that idea. The other thing you could do is acts of kindness or donating to a charity in their name or in their honor. And it's great because it's gonna feel good to give back. And it also, if it, especially if it's a charity that was important to your loved one. So I do have someone that I know whose mom is in spirit and they had a very, very close bond, very, very loving, beautiful relationship. And Christmas and, and life has been so different. It's been tough since her mom's been in spirit for a few years now. And uh, her mom was very, very dedicated and devoted to working with animals and, you know, working to be an advocate for animals and donated her time and, and resources to SPCA and things like that. So in her mom's memory, she does the same. She donates and she gives her time and energy to those types of causes in honor of her mom. And I just think that's such a wonderful, beautiful, amazing thing to do in the first place but it really does honor her mom and what her mom valued in life and what she values in spirit. And it's something that she's carrying on for her mom, which I think is so beautiful. Or of course, you know, if you have a loved one in spirit who passed from lung cancer, it's a beautiful thing to donate in their honor. And I think that's something that most people are, you know, they're aware of that's a thing that you can do. And it makes sense that that would feel important to do that. Um, and also just little ways, you know, every day thinking up, ooh, what's another way that I could show kindness today? What's another little way I could lift someone else's spirits? I think doing that in honor of your loved one in spirit is such a loving and very inspired and creative kind of way. You can work with your loved one in spirit, ask them, do they have any ideas for you today? What could you do? What could you create? And it could be small things. It doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be something that you buy. It can really just be kind words that someone needs to hear or donating some time to someone who you know could really use a hand. It's stuff like that. So I think that would be fun, you know, the days leading up to Christmas, whenever you hear this episode, um, just saying to your, maybe choose one of your loved ones in spirit and say, okay, there's this many days between now and Christmas. Every day I'm going to come and ask you for an idea. Inspire me 
give me some ideas of how I can give and show kindness. And this is in honor of you. This is in memory of you. It kind of leads into this idea that I've talked about before. Those of you that listen um, or have been listening for a while, that it's this quote that I love, which I, I don't know who wrote it to begin with, but it's about being the things that you love most about the people who are gone. And you know, I don't believe they're gone, but still, you get the idea. So when I apply this to my own life, I think of my great aunt, Yolande, um, this beautiful woman who was literally like an angel. Like she was a very charitable person. She did so much for her church. She did so much for different groups of people. Um, lots of work for single mothers. Um, she was a creative person. She wrote. She was a teacher. She was a rebel because she was born in, I don't know, 19, I think 1919 or something like that, 1920. Like she was born at a time where it was not that acceptable to not get married and not have children. And she never did. She worked. She put herself through university. She traveled abroad. Um, she was an independent spirit, but she was also such a generous spirit. And, you know, when I think about her being those things, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's a tall order. I, I feel like I hope that I hope that she's proud of the stuff that I do, you know, to, to be charitable. I think um, what I love too, I, I miss her joyfulness, her interest in, she was always very interested in what I was doing in school and how I was doing. She was always very funny. She had a good sense of humor, very amazing conversationalist. You know, I feel like she could talk to anyone and just this kind woman. And she could have fun. I feel like she didn't always take herself so seriously. She got involved in her community. She had friendships, all kinds of different friendships. She traveled. She was adventurous. And I really, there's so much there that I admire. But um, as far as being those things, I aspire, you know, to be adventurous like her. I aspire to be charitable like her. Um, and I think hopefully people feel they're special to me when they're in my presence because that's how she made me feel. Um, if I think about my uncle in spirit, he was hilarious. And I think what I would say too is he he could be so lighthearted. And so when I want to be the things that I miss about him, I think it's about allowing myself to be a bit silly, allowing myself to be less serious and less, um, yeah, less, I don't know, less rigid, maybe. Um, yeah, so all of those things. Um, I do have a, a, a miscarried baby in spirit. And when I think about her, I know it sounds strange to say that you miss because I didn't get to know her in the physical world. However, we do have such a deep connection. And I do know her um, in spirit. I, we have a really beautiful bond and a strong bond. And so 
one way that comes to mind that I can kind of be those things, you know, when I think of her, when I feel her with me, I feel her with me right now as I'm speaking this, as I felt my my aunt and my uncle as well. Um, it's a feeling of tenderness. And so perhaps I can give that tenderness to myself in honor of her and experience that tenderness in my relationships um, with people who are here in the physical world, with my family and my friends. So that's what I'll do for her. I think telling the stories, sharing memories, and just talking about your people and spirit is so healthy and wonderful and a simple way to honor them. I think they get such a kick out of it. Like they're sitting in spirit and anytime you think of them, talk about them, you're telling the story about them, you're laughing, or even if you're crying or you're touched or you're you're feeling emotional, you miss them, they get a notification. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like it's like this ping of light that they become aware of and they're right there with you in those moments. And I think it must be just delightful to hear, you know, people reminiscing about you. I think it, it feels, it must. Well, I know it does because they tell me it does. But it would feel so good to know that you're remembered and you're spoken of. And I get not everyone, there's some people who avoid talking about them because they're worried about upsetting other people or they're worried they might talk about them and start to cry. Like even when I was talking about my aunt, I felt like I might cry. But I think at the end of the day, like crying is essential. I know it's not comfortable for everybody. And I know it's not always comfortable to do it in front of other people. But if you're able to kind of allow yourself to feel and just be vulnerable in that, there's something healing that does really occur in those moments. So I'm not trying to force anyone to do it, but I would say when you do it also, it helps other people to feel comfortable to do it too. So all of these are just suggestions, things that you can keep in mind. The other idea is so simple, but I love this one so much, is if you had a candle that's like dedicated to your loved one in spirit. And maybe every time you light it, and it doesn't have to be only at Christmas or the holiday season, but still every time you light it, it's in memory of them. It's in honor of them. You can sit and talk to them. You can just sit in silence and invite them to sit beside you, sit with you and experience that love, experience their presence. You could, you could light it and you could listen to a piece of music that reminds you of them. There's all kinds of different ways that you can um, honor them with this simple lighting of the candle. For me, it's always been like a signal to spirit that I'm thinking of them. Another good idea would be to finish their unfinished projects. So I've seen people that, you know, say their mom is a quilter in life and she didn't get a chance to finish one of her quilts. I'll see that the loved one, like the daughter or somebody will take it and, and complete it and finish it in their honor. 
And I think that's a very therapeutic and very lovely special thing to do for them. And for you, you know, it's, it is very healing. Or there's all kinds of different projects. I mean, it could be household projects, renovations. Um, sometimes I see that too with trips, you know, people who had dreams of taking a trip to a specific place. They always talked about it, but didn't get a chance to go. Didn't get to complete that dream. Um, how amazing to take that trip for them, to go to that place and to know that that loved one in spirit is with you as you're exploring that place. That's another beautiful idea. I saw something online about a bell ceremony where kind of like in the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, the older movie, um, where the little girl says like every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wing. Um, so you could all like everyone be sitting around, maybe you're sitting around the fire or something like this. And you're thinking of your loved ones in spirit, you're talking about them. And then everyone has bells and you just ring the bells for a little bit. And the idea of that, I feel like the feeling of that sounds so um, beautiful. And I feel like it's kind of like a beautiful, emotional, but also kind of ceremonious kind of thing to do. And I'd love to, I'd love to try that. I'd love to see what that would feel like. I love the ringing of bells to me is just one of the most delightful sounds in the whole world. So I think that would be how touching, like such a cool idea. The other thing you can do would be to create like a memory wreath or even like a garland. So, you know, when you're a kid and you're in school and you would cut those thin strips of construction paper, like probably green and red, and then you glue them together or staple them together or whatever to make those garlands, like to decorate the classroom. Anyways, you could make something like that, but everybody could write on the strips of paper, like a memory with your love, that loved one in spirit. Or you could even write memories too. Add the ones about your people who are here. Because one of the most common messages that I hear from spirit all the time when I'm doing readings for people is that they want us to appreciate and enjoy this life too. So it's beautiful. We want to memory, like memorialize them and we want to honor them, those in spirit. But they also want us to continue to live this life. And one of the most beautiful things you can do for your loved one in spirit, I think, is to live this life to the fullest, to enjoy it. And in a way, it's like you're you're continuing that for them, too. So maybe you're honoring the people in this life, too, that you have beautiful memories with or you want to appreciate them. Write what you're thankful for. There was another idea about um, having like a jar a memory jar. So maybe like throughout the month of December, it's a jar that's out on the counter and everybody just as they feel inspired, writes down a, a beautiful Christmas memory or a beautiful memory in general, loved ones in spirits included in that and just the family members here in the physical world included in that. And then on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning, you dump out the, all the pieces of paper from the jar and you read them. And I think that would be so special. 
And the thing I love about asking people about memories that they have is that oftentimes I don't think that we recognize how special certain things are to the people in our lives. Like I remember my mom asked my my niece one time what her favorite birthday memory was or something like that or her favorite birthday. And she told her it was the birthday that I took her. I took her um, to the, what was it? It was like a little, it was like a game farm petting zoo type thing. And we got some treats and it was just me and her. And she really liked this goat stuffy that was like kind of pricey. And I, I was, she really wanted it. And I was like, oh, I didn't really want to spend like whatever it was. I was like, I, there was other things that I thought maybe would be more useful for that price point. Um, but I just felt how much she just loved this goat and I felt how important it was like to her. So I got it for her. Anyways, I didn't think too much of it, but she told my mom that it was when auntie took me and then she got me that goat that I really wanted. That was the best birthday of my life. You know, she told my mom and I just thought, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize at the time just how significant that would have been to her so stuff like that I think you'd be surprised what people bring up as memories um this Christmas I mean I don't think my parents listen to this podcast like I'm 99% sure they do not um so I can tell you guys what I'm doing I thought about what would be something special for them they don't need anything they don't ask for anything ever they're actually very uncomfortable with me giving them stuff it's really hard for them like it's almost comical the way that they get so uncomfortable even though they're very generous people themselves um but the receiving mm, i think is harder for them anyways uh, i thought something that would be meaningful would be good so i have interviewed my daughter my son my two nieces i still need to interview my nephew because he wasn't there um, the day that I got the interviews done. But I interviewed them about their favorite memories with their with my mom and dad, like their grandma and their grandpa, um, what they love most, what my parents have taught them, um, a message that they want to tell them, uh, stuff like that, like just things like that. And I recorded the their answers. I wrote it all down. So I'm going to put it together and make like a booklet. I'll add some pictures and uh, something like that. And I think, you know, who wouldn't love something like that? It's a keepsake. And, you know, I'll put the date and I'll put how old they are and all that stuff. It's a snapshot uh, in time that I think will be wonderful for them to keep. So I know that they'll like it. And I'm going to have fun. It's a creative project, which I'll have fun doing that. Um, so yeah, it may be something to think about for someone in your life, maybe. I, I think it's it's a good gift idea for sure. Um, when I think about memories of my loved ones in spirit, Christmas time, my great aunt, the one that I was telling you about earlier, um, she spent every Christmas Eve with us and Christmas morning and Christmas day. And she would always go back home on Boxing Day after breakfast. We'd go out for breakfast. And um, Christmas morning when my brother and I were little it was so hard to wait because we were so excited, of course, and we wanted to open our presents and she would get up and then she would go in the bathroom and she would have to do like her whole makeup. She would do her hair. It seemed to take forever. Like we were both just 
we couldn't handle it. It was so hard for us. Um, so I always think about how my mom would let us do our stockings. Like we could open our stockings while we waited for my auntie. And then eventually once she came out, then we could start with the, the gifts. Um, so I always have those memories of, of Christmas morning um, with her. I love that also she was just so joyful. She was so happy to spend time with us. And it, you know, she always had a story to tell. Um, she always had interest in us and, and you know, all of that. Um, she was just lovely. So I'll always, I'll always think of her. Um, I think Christmas time too, it's just knowing, um, knowing that we got to have that, the, all of those years together, you know, it's meaningful. I'm so grateful for all of those years that we had. Um, I think sometimes too, even just watching the, the Christmas movies that they love to watch can help you to feel closer to them or listening to the Christmas songs that they loved. Um, anything like that is, is such an honor to them. Of course you can, you can toast, you know, do like a cheers in their, in their memory. Um, lots of grandpas and dads in spirit will tell me about, they've been present for the the whiskey, the whiskey toasts and the, I don't know, I always get it mixed up. Sometimes people, I'm saying whiskey and they're like, no, it's rye or I, I don't know. All I know is I taste it. Um, and I just know it tastes like a strong alcohol. Um, so that's how they bring it through. So I think it's important too, like embrace old and new traditions. And if you are grieving this holiday season, I think it's important to give yourself a break like be flexible with yourself be compassionate with yourself focus on taking care of yourself get get some sleep move your body if at all possible just like as hard as it is sometimes to do those things I think it's going to be so important to to do them definitely ask for support if it's you know if it's not being offered to you ask for it um I think simplify wherever possible set some realistic expectations for yourself when it comes to like not over committing to social en engagements and things like that um because i think we underestimate sometimes the toll it takes on us to grieve so mentally physically spiritually grief can suck you dry so um you know therapy if that's accessible for you i, I do think that's very helpful I love Donna Ashworth's poems about grief and, and loss. And I think that those could be really uplifting and helpful. Chicken Soup for the Grieving Soul is, is a great one. Chicken Soup for the, I don't know what it's called, but it's a Christmas, you know, the Christmas ones. I love the Chicken Soup ones that are about like signs of hope and um, miracles and um, those kinds of things, because those are very uplifting to read about when you're feeling a bit hopeless or when you're feeling in the depths of your own grief and, and all of that. So as I said, I'm sure there are tons of other ways, tons of other ideas for honoring the people that you love who are now in spirit. But I thought I would just give you a list of the ones that I'm aware of that I've done or I've heard about and you know, hope that that inspires you. And I hope that if you're listening and you are grieving or you're just struggling, that you know that you're not alone. 
And even when it feels like there's nobody here in the physical world who's got your back, you always have spirit, angels, guides that 100% support, love you, rooting for you, regardless, even if you feel like you don't deserve it, even if you don't realize you're worthy of it. So I just, I hope that people know that. I hope this episode gives you some solace, you know, for your soul. Um, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's exciting. The holidays, you know, can be so amazing, but they can also be treacherous for people, depending on what's happening, what season of life they're in, what's going on financially, what's going on with the physical health, mental health, grieving, um, you know, housing, all of these. I mean, there's so many different challenges that people are facing. And so I just want to hold space for everyone and really let you know that I'll be, I'll be thinking of you. I'm sending love to you wherever you are and whenever you listen to this. So I'll leave you with that. Um, certainly take good care and just sending you a lot of love and blessings. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate, I just pray that you know that you're loved and you're not alone. And that's what it comes down to. Take good care and we will talk again soon.